Good morning for the CJRU Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy and debuting on the show, I've got writer and actor Juan Hernandez. How you doing? Doing great, Donovan. How are you? I'm doing good. Welcome to the show. What do you want to say to Toronto? Uh, what do I want to say to Toronto? I, I, you know what I want to say to Toronto? I've never been to your city, but it looks really beautiful and I can't wait to be there one day. All right. All right. And where are you from in case listeners want to know? I'm originally from uh, from the Bay Area here in California, uh, Silicon Valley specifically, but I am living and working in Hollywood right now. All right. All right. All right. So how did you decide you wanted to be? I always ask, in case our listeners want to know, how did you decide you want to be an actor? <laughs> actor. Uh, well, uh, I, I, I actually came to L.A. not with any plans to be an actor. I, I came here after I finished up journalism school and I actually moved to L.A. Uh, pursuing a career in sports broadcasting. I worked for uh, Sports Network when I got down here to L.A. in 2009. I got my first on-air job in 2013. I was a local sports anchor and a news producer. And I hit a point, I want to say sometime in 2016, where I, I realized that it just, it was fun, but it wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't fulfilling in, in the kind of things that I, I needed and wanted in my life creatively. And I had a, a really good friend and a mentor who had kind of been nudging me for a really long time to consider acting. Uh, she worked in the business for decades and um, she was really supportive of my career on air as a, as a broadcaster and as a host. And she was really encouraging about me being able to succeed in that. But she, she sat me down one day and she says, I know this is, this is a thing that you're, you know, you're really great at, but trust me. You want to be an actor. You just don't realize it. And I was a little stubborn about that for a while. And it, like I said, it was about 2016 that I said, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to just take a theater class just to, to see what all this all this is about. And I went to a community college and took just a random theater class and walked away from it like almost instantly and just kind of just got it oh yeah this is the creative fulfillment that I've always been kind of looking for and and that was that was the start of it all right you walked away but you finished theater class right you yeah 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 no I mean I walked away from one of those early theater classes really just kind of you know fired up and and empowered and excited and wanting to do that and um and so yeah I've as an actor you're you're almost never really there's never really a point where you're not in some way, shape or form, studying it, working at it, you know, in classes, if you're not working, then most likely you're you're spending a lot of your time in classes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As you should, because we need to sharpen our acting skills, <laughs> don't we? Yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's an ongoing process. It's an it's an ongoing thing that I think you know, one of the things I, I realized really early on, as challenging as it is, there's there's never a point that you perfect it it's a it's a craft that always evolves and it changes and your process no matter how good you are uh, of a performer no matter how great of an actor you may be your process may not be the same in in 10 years in 20 years in 30 years um because you're not the same person and that's actually kind of i i think for me early on was kind of one of the most enticing things about it was realizing you know when i'm 70 years old 80 years old this is a thing that will still intrigue me because i'll still be growing as a man and learning as you should yeah 
<laughs> All right. Now, did you want to talk about some of the TV sh- shows that you've guest starred in? Uh, TV shows. Um, you know, there's there's some random things that you know you you might see me kind of uh, pop up in here and there. Um, I don't I don't have my IMDb page in front of me right now. <laughs> it's always but, sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, it was, you were uh, yeah, I worked worked on set with with those guys always sunny earlier this year um worked on um hacks for a couple days there was a you know netflix production uh that i recently just did did some work on and that's actually on hold right now um so you know right now with the writer's strike with all of us not really knowing what's going to happen uh with you know, SAG-AFTRA and that contract negotiation underway at the moment. Um, as an actor, there's a lot of things that are, are very uncertain for a lot of us. I think I don't anticipate most days getting any new auditions, uh, getting any calls to come in for anything. So right now, it's kind of actually been a return to to just focusing on working on some of the screenplays and the pilots that I've I've kind of developed over the last couple of years and kind of building up my own stockpile of scripts of things that I'd like to see get made someday. All right. So you're building up those stockpile of scripts. Why haven't they come into flourishing? Why Ooh. haven't I? Why? That's the deep question, right? <laughs> um, I guess I can be a little bit of a, how do I put it? I don't want to say a perfectionist, but I am definitely the kind of person that when it comes to something like, you know, uh, take a peak TV pilot, for example, I, I get very, you know, I want to have all my, all my T's crossed and my I's dotted. You know, I've got seven revisions, eight revisions, nine revisions before even handing it over to, to one person to look at, let alone going through the process of, you know, registering that script, getting, you know, the proper protections for it and then you okay who am i going to potentially approach to maybe work with me as a producer or a showrunner and you know kind of going through and so i think i get in my own way creatively a lot by thinking of all of the the things that have to be kind of taken on and tackled in order to get something up and running and um and so a lot of these things kind of stay here safe right now, which as I'm starting to tell you this, I'm realizing that probably is the number one thing that always needs to change is I need to take some chances with a lot of these things. You do. You need to go yeah. for it. Take the plunge. Yeah. Yeah. Now would be, would probably be a good time, right? I know. <laughs> exactly what I was just talking about. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> All right. So let's say you take that plunge and let's say nobody likes it. What do you want to encourage maybe other creatives that keep pushing their content and no one is catching on? What do I want to encourage people? Um, you know, I, I think one thing that's that I've noticed over the past couple of years, I, you know, kind of creatively go in and out of, I really have to check with myself at times about what am I sitting here writing and working on and thinking about um, day after day after day when it comes to, say, a, you know, television pilot script that I'm working on. Am I working on this because I'm thinking of it for the opportunity? Or am I working on this because it's it's a story that compels me and it's a story that I want to see get made? And I think a lot of filmmakers, a lot of people in this town will obviously tell you that, you know, the quote unquote right way to go about it or the right mindset to be in is to be working on things that you want to see get made, um, stories that you want to see on television or on the big screen. And so I would just encourage anybody to kind of check with themselves at any given time of what's your motivation? Where are you coming from? Because it can be really easy to get caught up in this town with 
all of the things that we have not accomplished yet. As an actor, we are always waiting for somebody to call us and ask us to come work and be a you know paintbrush in their painting. That is ultimately leaving leaving things up to Hollywood to a certain point to come and call and ask you to come do the work. Whereas from the creator side, it's about you going out and taking charge of it in a totally different way. And again, are you doing that because you're just hungry for the opportunity and you're ready to get to the destination of, oh, I've made it? Um, or is it, well, no, this is a craft that I'm working at and this is the thing that I want to do for the rest of my life, whether it takes 10 years, 20 years, another 30 years to actually get there to where this is what's paying the bills and this is what's supporting my livelihood. Um, is it about the destination or is it about kind of the the ever evolving process of, of going through this creatively? And I don't necessarily say that it needs to be the latter just because it's, you know, virtuous or noble or anything like that. I say that because I've I've started to realize that that's what ultimately is actually fulfilling is when you're just working on something that you're excited to do. That's kind of how it works. Mm -hmm. Or what if I don't have the money, the financial backing, and I really want it pushed out there? Uh, well, um, the beautiful thing is that we have a lot of a lot of resources that we can, you know, if you really just want to get something made, no attachment to making any money. Uh, just I just strictly want to get it out there for the world because it's something I need to say or explore or whatever it is. Well, you know, cameras aren't hard to get your hands on. And there are a lot of really resourceful and creative people in this town that you can team up with that you can start working on, mm -hmm. um, working on some of those projects. You but know? I, I kind of do need Hollywood, don't I? To a point. Yeah, I mean, you you definitely do. Obviously, there are there are some outliers. There are some people who who don't need permission from you know from the people in this town. They they just go out and they make something, and it ends up being really great, and it catches fire, and then Hollywood comes to them. Um, but you know those those people are are one in a million, and would probably tell you that you know creating your own luck is still one in a million. So it is. I guess I guess it's it's about finding a balance of that, right? It's about you know, finding the right opportunity, working on the right thing at the right time, and then going to the right person who wants it and believes in it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And we need to start believing in your projects. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it'll great. get out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you're right. <laughs> Just don't sit on it too long. Cause the more you sit in it too long, then you'll forget what you're talking about. Yeah. You're definitely, you're definitely right about that. I will say, you know, part, part of my creative process that I've kind of started to, to pay more attention to is rather than sitting and slaving over one project until it's done or until this draft or this revision is complete, um, sometimes I just kind of got to go with what, what tickles my fancy on a given day. And if there's one story that's on my mind and maybe I've given myself a deadline to finish something else, it, you can get to a point where you're like, all right, I feel like I've kind of exhausted that one for a moment. I need to go away. And this one's on my mind. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go maybe review this and do some edits. Or maybe there's just one scene that I've been wanting to write that's stuck somewhere in the middle of the story. And I just need to write that scene. Um, I think that at least for me, and everybody's different, at least for me, it's kind of become helpful for me to have a handful of different things that I can say, you know what, this is in the mood, this is in my, you know, my mood is to go jump onto this thing today. I'm a really big, uh, I'm a really big Las Vegas, like history nerd. 
And uh, one of the things I would really love to see and do is to create like a like an anthology of Las Vegas films, you know, scripted Ooh. films. Um, you know, everything from thriller stuff to comedies to, you know, to dramas, the whole gamut. I think I'm, I've always been really fascinated and infatuated with that town and its history. And I think there's a lot of really great stories that I, I see myself plugging into from there. And so I would say there's probably right now about three, four different screenplays that I have that all have in some way, shape or form are, are going on there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now we're in a writer's strike in the U.S. What do you want to tell our actors and actresses in the U.S. right now dealing with the writer's strike? You know, um, obviously things have been very slow for a lot of us, um, not for everybody, um, but it, it, it's I feel like it's been a really good opportunity for a lot of us to kind of reassess and take a moment to breathe and, you know, still work at our craft without any attachment to the idea that, okay, I need to grind so that I can get on this show right now, because the reality of it is a lot of those opportunities are on hold at the moment. Um, so in that sense, it's it can be kind of a moment that we just accept that we get to reassess and take a breather. And just kind of slow down for for just a moment. And for me, that's been a lot more writing. For somebody else, that could be literally just taking a, a break from everything. Or that could be, you know, just taking a dive back into their classes. I think one of the really encouraging things has been to see that everybody seems to be on the same page. Um, you know, when, when SAG-AFTRA actors voted for the strike authorization. I mean, they voted a 98% approval for the strike authorization. That's a massive, massive wave of people that are all in favor of, of us going in one direction. That's a really encouraging thing to see nowadays with so many things in the world where everybody is on one side or the other, and it's 50-50 and very divisive about any one topic, whereas at least actors with this one thing, we all know where we stand. And that's been really encouraging because I think it's it's good to see that we all want to see, or most of us want to see a lot of the same things and want to see this all go in the right direction for our futures. Mm -hmm. And it looks like it might head there, right? What do you think? It's looking like it every day. You know, the truth is we don't know exactly what the negotiations are for SAG-AFTRA SAG right now. Um, that's just the reality of it. Uh, they have, you know, told all of us that when they have firm details that they can share about, you know, whatever is being negotiated, then we will know everything else at this point is speculation. Um, I want to say I think the deadline for those negotiations is coming up in just a few days here, but it was just announced. I think over the weekend, every single major production in Hollywood is on hold right now because of the writer's strike and because of SAG-AFTRA's negotiations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that does include daytime listeners, too. So anyone that watches their soap poppers, they might be in jeopardy in July. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because remember, they need the writers. And if the writers are all on strike, that includes daytime, too. Yep. <laughs> yep. all right did you want to throw out your social media platforms and your projects again and My what to look media. out for um my social media at hey it's wano h-e-y 
I-T-S-W-A-N-O. That's uh, a lot of my friends call me Wano. So that's uh, the social media tag. I'm mostly active on Instagram. Something to look out for. Gosh, I was in a, a film that came out in 2019 called Facade. It was a thriller film. Uh, I like to call it, it's kind of like The Purge on Christmas. I was one of the, the leading roles in that film that came out in 2019. Um, I was an actor finalist uh, last year in a production called Yatu Sabes with uh, Nosotros and uh, NBC Universal. That was something that came out. It was a, a short film called Emilio in the Wild that I uh, was, I was Emilio. Um, that was actually really great great experience. So those are a couple things you can look up and, and see me do my thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any final things you would love to tell CJRU 1280 AM in closing? Um, I really appreciate you having me on. I really appreciate you reaching out and, and it's been a good little chat. All right. All right. For CJRU 1280 AM, I'd like to thank actor and writer. You can throw out your name again. Juan Hernandez. And I also would like to thank the listeners for listening to this episode. Thank you again, Juan. Thanks, Donovan.